What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another riveting and erotic episode of the Dark Side Podcast. I'm David Vienna. I'm Matt Elias. Um, Welcome to Dark Side episode 31. Yay us. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this 31 weeks in a row without missing any. Yeah, sometimes even more. Because we've had drips and we got to record two episodes and stuff. So that's true. That but is we've true. We've been working hard. Although that's not what's happening today. Not no. Under any circumstance. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it is. But yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. We got lives, people. Produce content. That's what we do. Yeah. Every week. One time. One day a week. Content. 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 All right. But um. So this week, um, we're gonna talk about. The meme apocalypse purge on the, Instagram. The mean cock on lips. Instagram has deleted some good ones too. Yeah, for no reason. Mm. And <laughs> but first, we're gonna talk about. Uh, so Dave saw the the Tarantino movie. Yes. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. All right. So here's how I see this. I have not seen it yet. I want to see it. Right. But what you need to do is pretend like I'm indifferent. So I want you to talk about this movie to someone who hasn't seen it. All right. I can do that and get him to see it. Yeah, right. Because you All think right. it's you think it's worth going to see, right? Yeah, I do. I think. I mean, I'm. I'm. It's so worth going to see. I'm going to see it again today. I see it this. twice. A three-hour yeah. movie. Two two hours and forty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's it's, all said and done. That's like three hours, 45 minutes at the movie theater. Um, yeah. Cause there, I, there were like 20 minutes of previews. I think, oh, right, yeah, preview, but the getting there, the, the yeah. going in, getting the ticket. Yeah. But um, shuffling out. It's the worth theater. it though. In all honesty, yeah. I, I really think it's worth it for this movie. So is this like a what 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 kind of movie is this? Um, that's that's, that's a hard question, man. Is it a drama? Ah, uh, is it a crime like a, movie? It's it's there's a lot of it. There, it's like a it's like it has it has comedy in it. Um, there's some drama in it. Um, of course, it has a little bit of violence in it because it's Tarantino. Has some great. I'm gonna say this: great violence in it. Like okay. there's not much, but what's in there? Cool. Yeah, it's fucking good. Is it gory? Yeah, there's there's uh, at the end actually the last like twenty minutes or so where like the shit actually like goes down like in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some gore in it for sure. Okay, and it's really fucking good, man. Like um, like I said, there's like, but it's also kind of like a fake autobiography in a way, a little bit because you're looking through. Okay, so it's about like um the main characters in this are uh Cliff, which is Brad Pitt. And then I'm, I'm blanking on Leo's name in it for some reason. Rick Dalton? I think that's it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Rick Dalton. Are these real people? No. They're, okay. b- they're based on like no real people. The only person that's like really real in this movie, Sharon Tate's in it. Oh. Um, Polanski's in it. Like he has a little they thing. They do the in Manson it. family thing? A little bit. That's that's in there. Like that's this. Like, and Charles Manson plays a little part in this as well. It's mainly, he's in, I'm not going to. I can't. I can't really spoil, it, but he's the Manson family is more in it than what man like Charles Manson actually is. Mm-hmm. So basically, like the real life Manson family. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, it's about like uh, this the actor Leo and his stuntman Brad Pitt, and it just kind of shows like their career and how um, like you know Leo was on top, uh, but he's kind of like he's kind of fizzling out and he knows it, and um, so he's getting these roles. He mainly plays in westerns, mm-hmm. like in this movie. That's his thing. So he's getting like, he's getting certain roles and everything. And he gets like, he meets with this person in the beginning to kind of tell him about like how he should do like Italian spaghetti western sort of things. He doesn't mm-hmm. like that because he thinks that's he's kind of knows that he's that he's fading out like really quick. Mm-hmm. So 
it shows him like in the beginning like you know they go through like he's going on set for this movie and it kind of shows like shows how he's dealing with all this like he's it's kind of mentally breaking him down in a way because like you're which i'm sure would happen to like every actor i'm sure like every actor experiences who's on top experiences this a little bit which kind of made me laugh because i was like i wonder if leo's going to be going through this in like about 10 or 20 years or so or now I don't think that he's still got some, he's still got about a good five years to go. Like maybe, he's, he's, maybe more. Yeah. Like he's still a great fucking I mean, he actor. just won his Oscar. Yeah. Just like just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Finally. Like for the Revenant. Yeah, I mean like. Just sick by the way. I didn't see that one. I know he fights a bear. So Dude, that's all I really needed to know. That's a, it's yeah. You should see that. But, um, so yeah, where was I at? Uh, he's going crazy. Yeah. He's kind of just like, he's, it's, it's kind of getting to him and everything like that. So, there's that whole aspect, and it like shows a little bit of his stuntman and like his best. His stuntman's like his best friend too. Like, it's, like he does a lot for him. Like they're both really good buddies. Like it's not like a working relationship, but it is at the same time. So, but like there's also some things behind the scenes in the stuntman's life that kind of make people not like him, and it's kind of really funny. Like all this shit that like happens to him and everything. So, the and then their next door, like Leo's next door neighbor, is Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski like that's how this all like oh my god like corners around that's a cool setup yeah it's a that's a way to show the the Manson setup I'm not gonna spoil anything about like how it ends like what happens in anything Tate dies no Leo like Tarantino rewrites history again that does yeah it does not happen like what he did with Inglourious Bastards he does with this movie okay did did we just spoil the movie no because I mean like well kind of I guess because I mean, you asked it, so I had to answer. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I trust you to use your spoiler guidance. Well, you kind of just threw me a curveball, and I just hit it out of the park. You got so. it. You missed it. <laughs> you, you struck out. All right. Okay. So, but yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You shouldn't well, have asked me that. Well, I'm, I, I'm going with this like right now. So like, we'll put a spoiler alert. Yeah. In okay. okay. But I'm not going to tell you what happens at the game because you're not going to be. That's the only thing that's going to probably throw you now that you know that. That's the only thing that you're going to know that's going to like throw you basically. Well, now I don't know what the hell happens. Right. You still don't know what happens or anything. But like, trust me, the last 20 minutes of that movie, you're going to. It's just like a fucking. Like you're just on the edge of your seat the whole time. And it's so like a thriller. It's so rewarding. Not really. No, because like you okay. kind of know what's gonna, you, like, you kind of expect what's gonna happen, yeah. like you know with the Manson family, like Sharon Tate and all this stuff. But um, is Brad Pitt a dummy? No. Oh really? No, okay. he's 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 a pretty. I so well I've put seen together the, the trailers and stuff, but my interest in the movie is just because like, you know, I know it's a Tarantino movie, yeah. so you might as well see it. Right, but, but um. Plus, I like Leo and Brad Pitt. See, yeah, that's another thing I really liked. I realized after watching this, they've never really done a movie together. I'm pretty so. sure where they're like the lead roles, like playing together. Dude, they have such good chemistry; it's insane. Like, I want them to do more movies together because they do a really good job off of one another. Yeah, like it's really cool. Like, I love seeing those two starring in a movie because I like both Brad Pitt and Leo. Yeah. I think they're terrific actors. Some of the best we have, like now and everything. Yeah. Brad Pitt, I I think. Uh I wouldn't say he's one of the best actors out there. I think he's good his at his track record though. He's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think like Leo DiCaprio is in another fucking class from, yeah, no. from Brad Pitt. Um 
He's also what a little bit younger than Margot Robbie's in this too. Yeah, she, she plays Sharon Tate, and she does a oh, great fucking job okay. in that. That's cool. So like, you kind of get a little glimpse into like all their lives, basically a little bit separate, but it all kind of folds into like the one ending scene, like how a lot of Tarantino movies usually do. Yeah. Um, the set design in this movie is fucking perfect. Yeah. Like they nailed it like down perfectly like you, you like there's not one flaw in it that makes you think that you're not in 1969 that's awesome like it's so fucking good like i, I, I tip my hat to tarantino for literally paying that close attention to like every little thing like they I mean, show, that's like, kind of his fucking thing isn't yeah it? well they show like the uh like i heard Hollywood. he's like a nightmare to work with oh i can imagine yeah i can imagine plus he's always like trying to suck on your feet <laughs> yeah yeah there's that joke like i don't think it's a joke i think he's like a foot fetish yeah, no, dude. Like, they're, they're, that's a well-known thing yeah. yeah wasn't there um Uma Thurman was a part of that whole Harvey Weinstein being exposed as a predator thing. She was one of the people who came out yeah. that Harvey Weinstein uh, victimized her. Yeah. Or tried to. I can't remember the circumstances. I think he tried to. Yeah. And also that Tarantino was kind of... I, I wish I remember the details. Uh, I think Tarantino... It's more like the Tarantino movies for the Weinstein... Dean Company. Yeah. Were, he was um, a lot of them through Miramax, which was what Miramax. Weinstein was a big part of. So. Yeah, right. So, but I think uh, it was something from, from Uma Thurman about not being treated well yeah. in Tarantino movies. I can probably see that. Yeah. But like, uh, I can't there remember was, if it was exactly Quentin Tarantino well, there was the one, treating her wrong or something, but. There was the one incident where Tarantino made her drive. The one car, That's it was, it I was. think it was in Kill Bill 2. Where she didn't feel safe doing no, it. No, but he made her do it anyway, and she yeah. ended up crashing the car. Right. Like, That's so there was, up. yeah, there was that whole thing. And like, I can understand, but like, I don't give a fuck, dude. He's like, he's one, he like, he's a great director. Like, he knows yeah. what he's doing. Like, I do think he's overrated. I like his movies. I'm a fan. I will yeah. see them. But I think that people, like I said, I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. I think his movies sometimes are hit or miss. And I think a lot of it's cheesy. Sometimes, like More I can of still his newer ones. Yeah, his older ones. No, oh, I think so too. Even the ones that, like I said, I, I don't consider like I don't think Reservoir Dogs is uh like it was at the time. I guess it may be yeah, influential. For the time, yeah, but well, no, like that movie, Pulp like, Fiction is is really good. But I also don't think that it's like as it's definitely a super entertaining movie to watch. But I don't think that I don't know. I, I guess I can't exactly explain it, but I just don't think it's all that. Like I don't think it's 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 great. It's a great movie, but I don't think it's one of the best. Okay. I think we gave it a trophy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't we? I th- for, I mean, cr- for nah, nah. We must have given it to the Godfather or something. No, nah, yeah, I forget. But like, see, the that's part- I, I Dark Side disagree- Participation Trophy Film Awards episode from a few weeks back. <laughs> we determined all the best movies of all time. Yeah. The definitive. Best movies of all time, yeah. which we I can't remember. Yeah, I remember Con Air one, but that was, <laughs> a, that was the only one I Con can Air remember. Was the, it won the action trophy. Yeah, yeah. But see, I got to. That's disagree. all you need to know. Yeah, to want to watch that episode. Just go watch Con Air. <laughs> but I got to disagree with you on that. In all honesty, because see what you he, think, Pulp Fiction is one of the best movies of all time. In that time, yeah, because he changed, like. Pulp Fiction was basically like the American version of the French New Wave at the time because he created a whole new way of filmmaking, basically, with Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Like, how the story was told, how it ends and everything. Yeah, but I mean, like, he wasn't the first one to 
Dude, at the time, okay, yeah, it was influential, mm-hmm. and it and it was like a trendsetter at the time, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that the movie itself is one of the best ever. If you just put it, if you take away those aspects of it, I'm not saying it's the it best like, ever, but I'm the, saying I'm like, saying just the movies themselves, you know, in a vacuum. Yeah, you put that up against other crime thrillers, and like they don't beat them out. You know, it depends on which one. Well, some of the best ones, like, again, if you put it, so Pulp Fiction is like, it's like a crime drama slash thriller sort of a movie. Yeah. There are better crime crime thriller dramas than okay, that. Okay, yeah, I can agree with you there, but it's 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 not about, like, the whole, like, thing, but it's about, like, how he made it, about how it's, like, done, how the story unfolds and stuff like that. Not I'm a lot of people were not, doing that. Uh, non-chronological. Yeah. He wasn't like the only one to do that either. But he was like with at the time. Yeah, at the time it had been done before, was, but he made it. Yeah, he right. Put I, his own I, little I spin it, on it, basically. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, unique. Yeah, at the time, right. Still not not perfectly unique. He wasn't the first one to do that. No, stuff. he wasn't. But yeah, he made that's it. That's all like, I'm saying. He made it like I don't know. He kind of like put it. To where, like, a lot, if you're watching it for the first time, like, you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Because, like, you're kind of, yeah, you right. you're not really sure. Like, out one of minute, order. like, John Travolta's yeah, John dead, Travolta's the next dead. minute he's, like, in the next scene. He's shot on like, the shitter and then he's like, alive. What? Yeah. Like, What's going on here? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm a, like I said, I'm a fan. I'm not trying to take nah. away from him, but I nah. just, I think that it gets the fact that it was influential at the time, that it changed norms and trends at the time in movies leads people to make sort of assumptions about that aren't necessarily there. Okay. Is all. Like, I don't think the movies in and of themselves, if you take away those, like, time and place factors and, like, just the, you know, doing something that wasn't being done at the time, even Mm. though it wasn't the first, he wasn't the first one to use those techniques, you know? Um, That stuff distracts from, or that, people, like, again, people just throw it out there, like, Best movies ever made. Yeah. Some of those movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just don't think that they are, is all. Okay. They're still really good. Some of them are even great. I'd say Pulp Fiction's a great movie. Yeah. I would say probably the Kill Bill movies are great movies. Yeah. I think... Jackie Brown is a great movie. Yeah, I think Jackie Brown, as far as like a... Now, Jackie Brown's never going to go down in history as being one of the best movies because nah. it just is like people sleep on it. Yeah, but it's but it's I don't understand why people sleep on it because it's so fucking good. Now, I don't know if it didn't do well in the box office or something, but like, yeah, it's really as far as like it, that one's kind of like a heist movie almost. Yeah, it's like a caper. Yeah, and like as far as those, it's also a black exploitation movie as well at the same yeah, time. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. right. And who, Pam, it has Pam the Greer. queen of yeah. black exploitation movies in yeah. it, like Pam Greer, like yeah. And she was awesome. Yeah. That. And so is Robert Forster. Yeah. He's a, he's great. Yeah. All that it part had a good they had him. Cast it, it did, yeah. Fucking Samuel they had a... Wasn't... Uh, Bruce Willis was in that too, wasn't he? No, not Bruce... The, uh, there's another big... Uh, anyway, okay. De Niro was in it. De Niro, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Not Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's, Sam yeah, Robert ja- De Niro. he's Samuel Jackson's friend. Right. Yeah. No Bruce Willis. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, Bruce Willis. Yeah, Pulp Fiction was like the only. Anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only movie. He did Quentin Sin City, movie. but that was not. Uh, that's not Quentin. No, it's like per, I think that was produced. Did he by produce? Quentin. Yeah, he had yeah. his name was on it. That's right. about it. Because I think Rodriguez did. Raw. Did Robert? Did Robert Rodriguez do that one? 
Uh, I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. You like Death Proof? Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people sleep on that, but it's like, that movie's like a whole... Now, to me... It's like, with, it's like the whole Grindhouse thing. No, uh... He did... Uh, okay. Tarantino was a special guest director in that movie. In Sin City? In Sin City. Weird. And then it was Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller. There were three different directors in that movie. Well, it was like three different movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And so Frank yeah. Miller wrote the 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 stuff, the comics. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, I recently watched Sin City again a couple of months ago. Yeah, it was good. Last anyway. time I watched Sin City, I was tripping on acid. Oh Christ! I think we've talked about this before. That's that, that movie is. I mean, visually now, Sin City at the time, visually that was fucking crazy. I never yeah. seen anything like that. Yeah, it's really cool how they did that. Yeah, but because it looks like they a kept the true graphic comic novel. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me see. But. Th- Death Proof, as far as Tarantino movies. Yeah. Death Proof, I think, is... If you look at his movies that are like thriller type of movies, which is not all of them, some. Like, uh, I'd say Pulp Fiction, sort of, kind of. Yeah. Certain Reservoir, aspects Reservoir Dogs a little bit. Um, but Death Proof is definitely his tightest thriller. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. It was sick. Yeah. It was a good movie. I like it. You just so have, it's not like, like best. There's like I mean, it's good. No, I don't think it's his best, but there's like five people in it, and it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um. But see, a lot of people were saying that this one is well. Before I get into that, I'm glad that he switched up because I was getting sick of the whole western thing, like with him. Like I was, I was kind of getting sick of him doing westerns. Like it went yeah. from like it was like Inglorious Bastards, which is kind of like a western like theme a little it's bit. A World War II the, movie. Yeah, well, it's like how it's said. It's kind of like styled in like the same way a revenge he, yeah, movie yeah basically then yeah. he did uh, I mean all his movies are kind of like that though yeah he was always inspired by westerns you know no, Kill yeah. Bill was inspired but by westerns like, well and kung fu movies and yeah. stuff too but. but then like Django Unchained I, which I like Django Unchained yeah and that's then a good one The Hateful Eight I like The Hateful Eight too but it was like yeah. dude I'm getting sick of watching western movies by you like you need to flip you this you don't up. really like westerns I don't yeah, he so, wasn't going to... I mean, he did two Westerns in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like... So this was like like a new... Like a fresh of breath air from him, basically. And he did it like... A fresh of breath, breath air? Breath of fresh... <laughs> you know, yeah. That was a while Dark Side I've, Dave teaches English language. Yeah, that was a while since I'm I sorry. fucked up my English. But um, but yeah, it was cool to see him to call doing something like new. No, it's cool. It's cool because I didn't even realize I said it in all honesty. Yeah. Whoosh. Um, but yeah, it was cool for him to do something like this. And it's just like the movie puts out a good ass vibe like the whole time. Like it's like it's just a cool like vibe like literally the whole time you're watching it. Like yeah. I don't know why. It's just like it kind of just drills you in. I read somebody say that on Twitter. They said yeah. it was like a, a setting and characters that I could mm-hmm. watch for hours. That's what the guy said. Yeah. Which you actually will be doing if mm-hmm. you see the movie because it's fucking long. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. But it doesn't feel like long. Like I, you, I didn't. I wasn't like getting bored in the movie theater. Like it kept my attention. Yeah. Like the only time. That I checked my clock was like the last half hour of it because like it was when something like when something was about to go down and I was like, okay, well, how much do we have left of this? This is going to end like this. And right. Once you hit the half hour mark, you're like, oh, shit, it's about to like shit's about to go down, basically. Right. But the one thing I've also been seeing online is a lot of people were saying that this is his best movie. And I can't agree with that. Like I just, I, I no. it's, it's enough because nothing is going to beat Pulp Fiction to me. Like with the lines of his movies, um, Kill Bill's hard to beat. Uh, cause me and my roommate were, cause I went and saw it with my roommate, like the, with the first, like literally we went, 
uh, the first like viewing of it, like Thursday at 4 p.m., like the yeah. first one we, we went to it. Um, and we were talking about it after we saw it because we had seen like people calling it the best. I mean, we couldn't like we couldn't agree. Like it's a really good movie, and probably it might be like the top like in the top five of Tarantino. Wow, and top stuff. five. Like, yeah, I have to see. Not it even again top before, three. Well, I have to see it again before I make that judgment. So because aside top from three, Tarantino for me, like it's it's Pulp Fiction, Kill Pulp Bill, Pulp Fiction, and Kill what? Bill, and um, that's where I was like I'm drawing the line. I don't know if I want to put this spot here or if um. It's even hard to like pick because like you know yeah. I, it might be Reservoir Dogs, um, it might honestly be be Jackie Brown. I don't know. Yeah, but because like, because like, I like I generalize like early Tarantino and like newer Tarantino and like kind of two different categories. Kill Bill kind of being like the medium in that. Because Kill thing. Bill's like Kill Bill's a weird fucking movie. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. just like the structure of it is just bizarre. Yes, hundred yeah. percent agree. Yeah. And he wanted in like. And a lot of people were kind of like saying, because it says like the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino, Once mm-hmm. Upon a Time in Hollywood. People were like, well, this isn't his ninth. This is his tenth. It's not his ninth. And I'm like, no, you people were fucking retarded killed, and don't Bill. realize that he meant Kill Bill to be one movie. Yeah. Like there is like, my my roommate was telling me about this. There was like a thing that he wanted to do. And I think it only aired in like one theater one time if it was even that. Um, he wanted to splice the Kill Bill movies together. And like edit them together. We to were make talking it, about this. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, the I fuck? really want to see that. But like yeah. people were like forgetting that Kill Bill is supposed to be one movie. It's yeah. not like Kill Bill. You Volume can't put two out a fucking his... four hour movie. And no, I was gonna watch it. <laughs> no, like Kill. If you pay attention in Kill Bill Volume One, it says the fourth film by Quentin Tarantino. But if you watch Kill Bill Volume Two, it doesn't say the fifth film by Quentin Tarantino. It it's, says, it's a continuation. Yeah. So right, that's where a lot of people were getting that wrong and everything, but. All in all, dude. Right, but although, I, I mean, it. technically, regardless of what he intended, it's his 10th movie. <laughs> it's 10 fucking movies. They came out separately. It's two different movies. You bought two fucking tickets. You buy two DVDs. It, it's two movies. I not mean, in his mind, though, because if you write it as one movie, it's one movie. It, it, mm, it's not hit. Like, it's not no, like. Not true. Like, just because you wrote it that way doesn't mean that that's what it eventually ended up being. Come on, man. Putting out a four-hour movie in the theater is a fucking bad idea. He's almost done it with the Hateful Eight. True. Hateful Eight was over three hours long. It it? had an intermission in it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it did. Dude, that movie, not one of my favorites. No, it's it's not in my favorite I would rather just watch Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Because it's like the same fucking thing. Yeah. I thought. Just it was like Western time, basically. That's it. West, it was double the length Reservoir Dogs with cowboy hats. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Um. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like Django Unchained a lot. Yeah, I really better. like Django Unchained because it was a more exciting movie. Yeah, yeah. A lot I of mean, it's just seriously like, and I know a lot of people. Um, and I would have at one point in time been the first one to like, sort of jump on someone making this argument, like the whole Quentin Tarantino movies are nothing but talking and dialogue, too much talking, you know. But that's what like, he does good. Like I don't. Well, know. he's good at writing dialogue, but that does not mean that I always want to watch a movie. That is literally just three hours of fucking talking when it's a Western. Like the if Hateful it, Eight, I'm saying, dude, it was oh, no, pretty no. entertaining, but like it was a bit much. Like no. you could have hacked like 45 minutes out of that movie. But he also like, no, I agree with you there. But like when yeah. I say like about his dialogue, like if you watch Reservoir Dogs and like literally the first conversation is like five or seven minutes about them talking about like not tipping. Right. It's fucking genius, dude. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's such a good little intro to a movie and you're just like. 
what the fuck? It has it nothing was to different do with it, but time. it draws you it, right like, in. That's that's one thing that like you know what if there's an alternate universe where Quentin Tarantino his scripts never get picked up because someone reads them and they're like this is crap mm-hmm. you know and in that universe they're not wrong because you could make the case that like dude five minutes of talking about something that's not relevant to the plot like this isn't a fucking series of novels like you don't yeah. have you don't have 10 minutes of people's attention to waste you know but see that's you the make gen- that, you but that's make that. the genius about him though dude he keeps I mean, you intrigued with he, it he that's- commits to it some people aren't intrigued by it some people are just like dude i can't fucking sit through this well like, those are some i don't people i don't want to talk to so like <laughs> i don't give a fuck if your mentality can't handle a quentin tarantino dialogue i just I mean, it That's may not be that they're not, not dumb. Just, I mean, I've, I've, I know, I can imagine intelligent people having that, that take. Just they're dumb don't too. have the patience for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so if you think that, uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, or yeah, those were your Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill, are your yeah. top two. Yeah. Like, what else beats out? potentially this uh once upon a time in hollywood from him see that's what i need to watch it again before i can fully like you said jackie brown maybe but you're not sure yeah because see like that's it's what about inglorious bastards definitely no mm. definitely la- definitely worse than uh see like once yeah upon a time. like it's not worse like i'm not saying it's worse just like i just further down the line in your list of favorites that's yeah all. Okay. like you see because like the top three tarantino are just hard because like it's just like there's a few of them just kind of like tie for me. Like Pulp Fiction is ultimately about, number one. What about the what about the bottom three? Can you pick your definitely least favorite? Hateful Eight. Yeah. Um. I did enjoy the Hateful Eight. I'm not saying I didn't. No. Yeah. Um. Could have cut it in half. Like though. I've I've liked every Tarantino movie. Yeah. It's just like there's some that I like way more than others. Right. So you got the Hateful Eight. That, you uh, don't, that definitely is not going to be one of your top. No. What about... Inglorious Bastards might be in that, but it's like the top one. Like, Hateful Eight's like the bottom. Right. But... It's the top of the bottom. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it's it's number seven of his movies that I like, basically. Okay. Um, All right. And I don't know if I want to... Maybe just like Death Proof. But I like Death Proof. It's yeah. just like... it's It's just... I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't like I don't know. It was kind of a, de- a departure from from what the kind of movies he usually makes, yeah. just because it's so how focused it was. Yeah, and it was cool. Like, I like Grindhouse together, like in itself. If you like sit down, like, cause like I saw Grindhouse in the theaters where I was in the theaters for, for over four, four hours, hours, basically watching two movies. Yeah, so I like yeah. that whole aspect of it. Because See, I like they, Death Proof a lot more than Planet Terror. Like, I would sit down okay, and watch yeah. Death Proof and not Planet Terror. Okay, I I get that. But the whole Grindhouse experience, like I was saying with that, is like you saw like they made fake movie trailers for that movie. Yeah, if you went I know. And saw yeah, the the, that's where Machete came from. Yeah, Machete. <clears throat> I didn't see Machete, the uh, movie, but Werewolf Women of the SS was another one. Yeah. Thanks Killing. Yeah. Um, like a few other ones. Yeah. And like they had. It was like, like they were making it like you were back in the day, like mm, going to these theaters where they would show two movies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the seventies. I mean, Tarantino like worships that that old like old time movie culture and yeah. stuff he's like a fucking film dork mm-hmm. which which that's what that's 30, how he 30 minutes created. in so are we yeah so but that's fine you know i mean li- literally like tarantino worked in a video store just watching movies all day and writing scripts like that's he is a legit fucking movie nerd just like that's dork, why i love yeah. him like it's like he's he's a cool ass dude that knows what he's doing right also maybe maybe not a foot foot fat well definitely, no, definitely a foot guy, he has a foot but maybe a mistreater 
of actresses and women. Yeah, potentially, it might be. and almost definitely a pain in the ass to work with. And he loves saying the N word. God, he loves saying the N word. He like, likes I, to put himself in a movie so he can call Samuel L. Jackson the N word. This movie, Once Upon a Time <laughs> in Hollywood, uh-huh. has no N word in it. No N word. I was so surprised by that because, like, I we fin like me and my roommate it's were talking 60s. about it. Yeah, I know. Like, we were talking about. We were like. Wait, he didn't say the N-word one time. Like, does, no one said it is in this he movie. In it? Is no, he's not in this one. Not at all? No, he does not put a cameo for himself in this no one. No N-word? No Tarantino? Well, he wasn't in The Hateful Eight either. I'm out. I'm watching this. I mean, it's still good. They, they, they nah. make a few Mexican jokes. Okay. So, he all replaces right. it with, with that, basically. He's getting with the times. Yeah. Modern racism. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Undercover. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. getting into the modern times by flashing back to the 1960s. Yeah. But yeah, all in all, dude, yeah. um, I loved it, uh, obviously, because I'm going to see it again today. Um, I've seen people tweet that they have gone to see it every day since it came out. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's good. I get it. It's good to celebrate when there's something that's actually like really good and enjoyable to see in the mm-hmm. movie theaters, you know? So not instead of just 17 more fucking Spider-Man movies or whatever. Yeah. Not that they're the worst. I just finally saw that uh, Spider-Man Homecoming from a couple years ago. Yeah. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Michael Keaton's a bad guy. Okay. Can't go wrong with Michael That's cool. Keaton. I like everything Michael Keaton ever did in his whole life. Yeah, I like Michael Keaton. Jack Frost, you know, it was... Yeah, yeah. I remember Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. I watched that shit. I had it on I had it on uh, VHS. Same here. He was a, a snowman. plastic... Uh, no, wait. Uh, no, it, it was, yeah. Was it? I had the same one. Jack yeah. Frost. And Mr. Mom. Yeah, Mr. Mom. Gung-ho. Uh, remember Gung-ho? So he worked in the uh, Japanese... Um, worked in a Toyota factory. Nah, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Night he Shift. In, remember Night Shift? No. Dude. Oh, you got to bone up on Michael Keaton movies. He was a villain in uh, Batman, wasn't he? He was Batman. Oh, he was Batman? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. The second thing we need to talk about today is the 2019 July meme page purge of Instagram that happened this past Friday. Some of you may or may not know about this. Uh, Instagram for reasons known only to them, deleted accounts from Instagram pretty much all at once yeah. in, in a day or two. Um, permanently deleted, not warned, not banned, just deleted. <laughs> um, theories abound as to why. Uh, all the kids, I take it from me, all the kids in the meme page space that, you know, the followers of these meme pages. yeah. They seem to think that it's because the pages are posting ads for other pages, but that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. That's been going on for however long now. They just say that because they don't want to see ads. Yeah. Um, However, I have a theory that I don't think Instagram... See, these meme pages make money, right? We've talked about this a little bit before, right? You grow... You you post funny shit uh, a million times a day. You grow a following. You get 100,000, 500,000, a million... Uh, I heard there was a page that had 11 million that went down. Wow. Someone built an 11 million person following and they just, Thanos snapped. That fucking blows. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fucked up. Yeah. With no recourse to bring it back. It's just, and that's the thing about Instagram. Uh, I I think most people have not had really a call to have any run-ins with Instagram. They need their support. Yeah. There is none. There's no one home. Mm -hmm. No one works there. There's nobody you can talk to. No. No email. No phone. It's basically they can just do what they want to do. Nothing. They don't even, it's like, it's not even clear that there's anyone there. Mm -hmm. It's just like the fucking matrix. 
They just own a building with no one in it for like looks. Yeah, it is insane. Yeah, like there's a building and there's nobody in it. Well, aren't they owned by? Isn't Facebook owned them now? Facebook so don't you have to go them through Facebook? Like, uh, shouldn't you just do that? Really, you, I, you can't really, because they don't. It's just like with Instagram, if your account's down, you're just you're fucking beat. Like it's like good luck, dude. Like that's it. Well, I'm sure if like you're verified, you can probably get something done about it. But you can't verify my meme page, so. I don't know if any verified accounts have gone down. I think they were just being reported is what it comes down to. That could be good, though, too. just reporting them. Yeah, because that happens a lot of the time, too. Reporting posts that don't actually break the terms of service because they're mad for whatever reason. Yeah, if you post one thing about XXX and Tashi on a certain page... you don't want to do that. Yeah, you'll get, like, every single one of his stands report that shit immediately. X... uh, What do you call it? X stands. X stands, yeah. Yeah, that's one topic that you don't... You can't do it. No. Like, so, like, it might have just been that, you know? It's... Like, I know it's their meme pages and they're supposed to be offensive, but, like, there are certain things kids just don't want to fucking make fun of for some reason. Yeah, I don't Anything's think... Anything's free but the game thing is, in my mind. No matter like, what you do, there are going to be 13-year-olds yeah, who are going to want to... They're going to be sensitive about this shit. And try to, like... Well, it's not even that they're really sensitive because they don't fucking know what they're offended by. No, yeah. They just want to be a part of a fucking... They want to be a part of a train. Right. Like, oh, fuck this guy. We're going to take him down. Yeah. We're going to run a train on him. <laughs> Somebody likes me. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, yeah it's Anyway, sucks. I just wanted to, there's, you know, it's all speculation. Nobody knows. They haven't made a statement about what they're doing. They're probably it, not going to. I don't think so either. Uh, again, I don't think there's anybody there. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep, they won't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> there is no ringing. fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just want to bring that to people's attention. I mean, I, I it's it's really weird, man. Instagram has a power of life and death over a lot of people's livelihoods and business, and they just fucking yeek. Because it's their platform Ooh, you're using. Like, they can do whatever they want, I guess. It's, a, it's fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up, yeah, but at the same they, time... Yeah, they certainly like, can. They can do whatever they want to do. You it's can't private, be mad about it at the same yeah. time. It's just it's like, like a dark side. That's like me saying, like, like, have a guest over, and they say the N-word. <laughs> and I say, get the fuck Whoa, out of here. Yes. Like, we're not going to have you back again. Yeah. Like, I'm free to do that. Yeah. It's my fucking house. I don't mm-hmm. have to have a guest. And no, Instagram, yeah. it's their house, and yeah. they don't have to have you over there. Yeah. If you want, if you, if the thirteen year olds don't like that you uh, shit on uh, extentacion, yeah, which they don't. They don't. By the way, don't do that. Don't don't do it. Don't make yeah. a joke about it's him like getting sticking shot. Sticking your wainer in a bee's nest. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting, but it's gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting, but yeah, it's hard not to do. But don't do it. So anyway, yeah, I think yeah, that's, that sucks. That's guys. yeah, that's it's crazy and it makes no sense, but you should know. Remember, people come here to be informed. Yeah. So, but uh, all right, that's about it. Episode yeah. thirty-one, Dark 31. Side Podcast at Dark Side Podcast at everything. Uh, Gmail right. Dark Side Podcast. Uh, Don't be sending us any X memes and shit. Don't get us sucked. Yeah, I. I'd, Trust me, I could care less about that fucking dude anymore. Like I used to be a fan, but don't I don't say that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're a fan. We're fans. Nah, <laughs> they can okay. get me deleted. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't even. <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> Delete your personal page. Wow, my five hundred followers. Full. <laughs> yeah. Okay, four hundred of which are yourself, my brother's seven accounts, me, Dark Side, and your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your brother's seven accounts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, that's it. All right, Matt Elias, Daviana. Late. Later. <laughs>